Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Scream. Scream is a 2022 American slasher film directed by Matt bettinelli Olfen and Tyler Gillett and written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick and is the fifth installment in the Scream film franchise. Set 25 years after the initial streak of brutal murders shocked the quiet town of Woodsboro, a new killer dons the ghost face mask and begins targeting a group of teenagers to resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. Boys, 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 boys. Yes, Shawnee boy. Let's cut to the chase here. Yep. This message goes out to the Academy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> if you do not nominate David Arquette, <laughs> there it is. I will fucking bash all of you. <laughs> it should be known Sean is brandishing both fists right now. He's getting beat red in the face. <laughs> he like to, like look, we've watched five of these now. It's yeah. been a journey. It has. Yes. Yeah. It's been a journey yeah. with him. He has been the very worst thing in this franchise and the very best. It's yeah. he is a baffling, baffling man and an actor. Yeah. But this film in like I'm I'm staggered by how good he is in this. <laughs> sure. It's beautiful. He gets his own little Logan esque sort oh, of does he ever. beautiful little story. So good. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, of the original trio, you killed the wrong one. Oof. No, no. I find it hard to disagree. Nah, because no, 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 no. Sean, here's the thing. No, nah, no, Tom. Yes, you cannot. I, I will tell I you this. I'm so stubborn. I understand. You can't change my I mind. But Sean, but you can probably change the listeners. Go for how it. great though. Like so, so Dewey's death, and I understand that you want to keep David Arquette. Dewey's performance in this movie, I think, is heightened by the fact that his character dies. Where's he got to go? The, the, this is the issue I have. I love David Arquette, Sean. We love him on this show. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you where's, where he can where's go. Where's he going to go? Tom, <laughs> he can't go. Tom, he's the most pained man in the franchise. I love but the bit. Also- no, no, Tom, I love the bit when he's like, I've been stabbed nine times. I've yeah, got yeah, damage yeah. in my hands. And I, I think we often forget his sister got brutally murdered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. he has suffered. The way to make him, like, where can you go with him? You can kill Gail, the, love the only woman life. he's ever yes. loved. The woman that he's still oh. in love with. Oh. That little bit oh, where he's about sure. to text her. He texts her that, like, you know, the Killer's back. Don't come here or something. And then he starts typing. I still. And then he puts the phone. <laughs> okay, two, incredible. Quickly, just two things on that. So one, he says, "Ghostface is back. Don't come to town." Then he does. Uh, I hope you've been well or whatever. Smiley face. Yeah. Recollects that he shouldn't have said the smiley face. And then he does that great thing where yeah, he half sends a message and then backspaces it. And I love this. This is something I saw in. Oh fuck! What was the movie called? Searching. Have you guys seen that movie, Searching? No, I haven't. No. no. So it's really good. It's done. All of it's done from the point of view of technology. So phones, laptops, all this sort of stuff. Definitely check it out. I thought it was a really interesting movie where basically this dad's trying to find his his lost 
teenage daughter. Is that John Cho? Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so all of it is done from the point of views of the different devices he's using. But it it does this great thing that this this does as well, where they use the text to sort of show that internal dialogue of the character, that subtext of what the character's thinking, what they're feeling, what they want to say but can't say, which, of course, we get with Dewey here as well. And then, of course, they remove it. And, like, I know I personally have done similar things where I've, like, half written a message and thought, no, I'm not ready to say that thing or uh, that's too too much and I'll backspace back. Yeah. Space. It's such a great trick to show subtext as text, but without us blinking an eye, it's yeah. it's beautiful. I love to see it on screen. I think it's great. He, he's just, he's phenomenal. It actually blew me away because there, he has had moments in the previous four movies where it's like, mm. oh, you're probably not as shit as I think you are. And then he'll do something <laughs> shit, and you're like, oh, but you're still. A oh bit no, shit. there it but, is. But yeah. in this, I don't think he has any down notes in perfect. this in this fifth movie. Perfect. He, he yeah. is perfect. And Tom, you say where can he go? Well, where are you going to take? Where are you going to take Gail Weathers? What more is Courtney Cox going to give you? Hear me, hear me out. I'm, I'm just saying, I don't know if... Because here's the thing. They do Scream Kill 6. Them both then. Look, I, I reckon I'm surprised that more... Gail will die in the next one. Yeah, I think so. Oh, they might keep it because Nev's not coming back. Yes. Apparently. So maybe they think yeah. they need her. For me, you don't get much story juice out of um, Gail Weathers at this point. Well, they point. did in this. I actually liked her arc of when they said, I know what I'm going to write about. And they say, what? Not this is her call. So, like, she does have that that arc of, like, I'm not going to go for the fame and, and give these cunts what they want. I'd need to correct myself. She's good in this uh-huh. when it's linked to him. Oof, so, in that okay. final scene, she's like, I'm going to write a story about a, a brave small town sheriff. But then now or, that's strengthening or, or against her, her argument. Her that's scene. saying he should have no, died. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. No, no. Yeah, no. Okay, look. Tom's right. His death, like, his death Thank makes you. the Thank role you. better. Yeah, yeah. But. Oh, he's, he's gone too soon. Yeah, he's such a young yeah. star. Bring him back. <laughs> a no, young I, star, David Arquette. Oh, yes, oh, okay. the youthful David Arquette who'd be, what, right. pushing 60? In all seriousness, yeah. can I talk about a young star? Yeah. Yes. Jenna Ortega. Oh, is it Ortega? Yes. Yeah. She is, I'm, I'll say this, she's the best young actor in the world. I, that's a... Sean, I love nah, it, I stand that's by insane. It. I stand by it. I rewatched the movie last night. That's insane. She's... She's incredible in this movie. How old is she? Oh, she looks like she's about 12 in this. I think she's, I don't know how old she is. She's a teenager, isn't she? IMDb, detective. Yeah. Why are you asking me? That's your job, pal. This is your whole department, mate. I'll find out how old she is, and then I'll find another actor of a similar age who I think is better. Oh, Tom, I love that. If you can find another actor of a similar age who's better than her. I see it, but I don't believe it. She's 20. She's 20. Oh, she's 20. She's 20 now. uh... She's probably a bit younger when she filmed this, I would assume. Mm. Okay, I still I'm confident. She's, I'll still stand she's great by it. though. She is very very good. Do I get any? Do I get any leeway in either direction, or it has to be? She has to be twenty. I don't think you can go over twenty. Mm. Okay, I think I think twenty and under is right. that seems fair, right? Yeah, she plays younger than twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damo, while he's looking that up, right. let's just talk briefly. So that opening scene yeah. and the whole film. Mm. I think she's brilliant. I, I agree. I think out of all the cast, like it's a pretty good young cast. I think they're all yeah. pretty good. The guy who played the. The twin brother I thought was particularly engaging. Um, He's got uh, charisma, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, what was his name? Sorry, I'm just trying to look it up. The character was Chad Mason Gooding. Um, he was great. I quite like Jack Quaid as well. Obviously, he's a little bit older than than uh, yeah. Jenny, but yeah I, yeah, I agree. Out of a out of a, a young cast that that all are pretty great, she still shines above them all. Like she, yeah, she's oh yeah, she's easily easily the strongest. And I kind of wish that she wasn't in hospital for most of the movie, and that she was the star. <laughs> that would be great. Um, I gotta say, okay, I had a revelation watching this scream, which is a revelation that should have come so long ago. Which is 
Scream is a melodrama. It's soap opera, right? Yeah. And I don't mean that as a negative because it's definitely a positive, but it's like, it's like how Fast and Furious is a soap opera, but action. This is a soap opera, but horror. And it, yeah. it works. Like it, the, the normal rules of like, I find myself getting frustrated with Scream because like she got stabbed, Gail gets shot, Dewey's been stabbed nine times. Like sometimes people get stabbed and they they walk it off. It's like, brush it off. It's nothing. And then other times people get stabbed and it's like, yeah, that's the end of them. But it was this revelation that Scream is a melodrama then it's a soap opera that I'm like, oh no, I've got to let that go. That's not the point of any of this. Like she's literally, we've got her sister whose dad is... Um, she's the illegitimate daughter of the original uh, Billy yeah, Loomis. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's so popular. I love that shit. Right? I love it so much. Damo, do you know what Scream is? I, I had this epiphany watching it last right. night. Where I'm like, it's it's Agatha Christie on steroids. Oh yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really yes. is. They're just they're just like they're just crazy whodunit movies yeah. that don't even really stick to the same. Like Agatha Christie is at least pretty tight <laughs> in the um, yeah, yeah. in the story and the red herrings and that sort of thing. Scream is kind of like how can we sidestep around this in the almost like basically things are happening that are, should be impossible oh, and just 100% flat out dude. insane 100%. but you just kind of get caught up in it yes yeah, because it's soap opera rules exactly right like yeah, even like yeah. we've talked about this before where it's you know some of the killers they're young slight women and yet in Ghostface mask they're tall looming figures that can like stab a person and lift them in the air like it's <laughs> well that's the <laughs> thing that makes sense the the one that kills Dewey that's in that version that's the girl doing right. it and it's like you you're not actually going to be strong enough to overpower that actor and she's like, the same height like there's yeah they don't care it doesn't matter and again i found myself sort of getting frustrated yeah. by this but it was this revelation that i was like nah it's so proper rules baby anything goes and also I, it sticks to that um thing that so it is a lot of it is a callback to the the original oh, for scream. sure yeah yeah and you've got the two killers and that sort of thing and in the one of the great things of the classic scream was having one of them was really goofy and like would slip over heaps and the other <laughs> yeah. one was quite efficient yeah You've kind of got that again. Jack Quaid, I think, is the one who's kind of a bit clumsy and goofy. Yeah. Whereas yes, yes. his girlfriend character is like a fucking psycho. Yes. She's very, yeah, like, yeah, very efficient. She's very focused and efficient and motivated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's good. It's on on the rewatch. It is like so fucking obvious that Jack Quaid right, is a bad guy. Right. Right. Like, to the point where I'm like, oh, I, how did I, I not believe bad, it? But at the same time, the movie accuses him like five or six yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, So it does the groundwork of being like, it's you, and then, oh, no, it's not him. And then you feel bad for him, and then they accuse him again. Yeah. It's so many times that it's like, well, it just can't be him. Like, it shouldn't be him. And then, yeah, and then it's it him. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a beat where the suspicion for me was at its highest, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be Jack Quaid. Mm. And then he gets knocked out of the hospital, and I'm like, oh, well, it can't be them. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They, they do like, throw some red We've not memory. seen them do that before, but I was just like, no, I'm going to take this at face value. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so this is easier because it was on a rewatch, and I already knew that it was him. But the moment where, like, you should really be able to guess it is mm. at the hospital. And it's the same where Dewey dies, but it's just before he, like, shuts the elevator on them and says, I've got to go back and shoot him in the head. They always come back mm. sort of thing. When he helps Jack Quaid up after he has shot Ghostface, yeah. Jack Quaid's looking extremely concerned about Ghostface. Right, <laughs> like right. In, in multiple shots, he's looking back and he's looking real worried and he's not focused on getting out of there. He's worried about what's going on there. Oh, that's it's like, good. Oh, it's so fucking obvious that you care about her. Right. That's like, good yeah. stuff. That is good. Yeah. Well, I liked it when he when it was re- finally revealed, yeah, he was the killer. And he goes, I know, it's a bummer, right? And I was like, yeah, it is a bummer. <laughs> I liked you, yeah. dude. Yeah. I will yeah. also say, oh, just on who the killer is, I was thinking for this one, it's like, because we're now in what, uh, Scream 5, it's like every iteration of core group, who could it be, including and up to it's the final girl themselves, has been done. And it's kind of like, 
you get to reset. Now I generally could be like, well, everything's been done, so it could be anybody again. I've, there's no like, there's no left yeah. turns to take anymore because we've kind of taken them yeah. all, so we're back to square one. And I think that's it's actually really weirdly reinvigorating for the series. It, that's the beauty of it, and also just I, I'm thinking about that first scene because we watched four of them up to this point, mm. and the. the I think the first one was probably the most serious in terms of like being like psycho violence. Right. And then you get into like the franchise and it's all a bit silly and you have fun with it. The opening scene of this, like um, she gets stabbed, I think seven times. <laughs> it's mad. Yes. And, and you're watching it and you're like, well, there's no way she survives because yeah. she's like once like through up. the and fucking And it's psycho hand. and brutal. Oh, the through the hand one's crazy. Yeah. And her acting's great. And she's screaming and she's crying and you're just like, this is, I'm, I came here for fun, but this is horrible. <laughs> it's like a, yeah. a kid being murdered. Right, it's crazy. Right. Yeah. It's, it's one of those ones where it, it feels like that's the because the, the opening the opening kill is always the one that feels like it has the most weight to it in yeah. all of the films yeah. except probably in four where it's the fate oh no no the actual kill's pretty fucked you're mm. right now that I'm thinking about it but yeah that the the idea that they've done every possible choice mm. so now it's even more stressful yes. is yeah. so true because yeah. it's like well the, I, I will say though I think the best reveal in the entire franchise that we've done now that we've seen five mm. of them. Um, I think the best reveal is still the Emma Roberts reveal from four, where yeah. you like where it's the final girl, yeah, like yeah. that it's her, yeah, like that's mm. a good twist. I like it, but yeah. I I just love that they just go back to the boyfriend again, and yep. it's like, yeah, sorry guys, like <laughs> that line of it's a bummer is him saying to the audience, yeah, we just did, this. it's just him again. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But I want to I want to give a shout out to Jack Quaid. I don't know if you guys read this or saw this, but to get into character, mm. his <laughs> yeah. whole character is a guy who's like an angry fan. He created a Reddit account. He basically just bagged out movies all the time, like particularly <laughs> so The Last true. Jedi, and I can't remember the other one. And he just has this, he has a, a fake Reddit account where for months he was just trolling people online. That's so fucking <laughs> true. To get into yeah, character, yeah, I guess. It's I, great. The, the funnest way to method act, I think. And is he, to he loves, an he loves The Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, does yeah. he? Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though, on the boyfriend reveal, I thought the film had lied to me, Sean. And okay, you, Sean, and I know, you know this my, gets you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know this yeah, gets yeah. me. Um, so I, I watched the beat that I thought I was being lied to. What was it? It's touch and go. Okay, but I, they don't actually they don't lie to you because he's not behaving in a way that is completely out of character for him when you reveal later. It's just is a scene where he's just buying himself and he's watching stab mm. like essay videos. He's sitting on bed eating the pizza. Yes. Yeah. And you're like, when it's revealed, it's like, oh, hang on, we saw him by himself mm. and, he, and he didn't. And it's like, oh, no, that'd be just what he does because his personality is that he hates things and maybe he's watching his own channel. Right. Like maybe he's watching a friend of his rant about feminism. In, like, right. I saw that scene. Why did you think you were lied to, though, Tom? Because he was by himself. No, but I look at it and go, his whole thing is he fucking... He adores the Stab yes, franchise. Yes. He loves it so much. So he's just sitting there in his natural environment, yes. eating a pizza and watching his favorite yeah, shit. This yeah. is this is what I took away from it, is that he's either watching his favorite shit or he's like just getting into it to watch someone rant about it or do something like that because they all hate the latest film. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I, and, I, and I love that angle. I love that the filmmakers just like, you know, Wes Craven did for four, which was to make fun of people making sequels. Yeah, yeah. These guys have come out, made fun of the legacy, the idea of the legacy sequel, yep. but also the idea of people Ele- fans, <laughs> elevated horror too. Yeah, yeah. Ele- elevated horror, and also fans thinking that they deserve movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's great. Big like, fan of yeah, it. Yeah, like when you look at, I guess, because part of the the scream franchise is obviously the madness of it all. 
So yeah, they kind of hit a few boxes of what you just guys what you guys just mentioned with the elevated horror. I love that, but I think because that's obviously the latest sort of wave of horror that we're seeing. Great, we get to talk about that, and made me think that like for Scream, it can continue indefinitely because every time there's this new wave of horror that comes in, great, we get to be meta about that. But not even just horror, like Hollywood in general. Obviously, talking about looking at toxic fandoms and them so heavily referencing uh, Last Jedi to like, oh, it was directed by the Knives Out guy. Like there is, it's so on the nose. Yeah, great, love it. But yeah, it means that like, as, of course, as, as Hollywood and movies and and definitely horror movies keep evolving and adapting there will always be a new t- kind of meta commentary they get to talk about in the next Scream movie. And I don't know, yeah. it like really excites me. You're like, great, bring them on. Scream 12, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> but I think for other horror franchises, they become stale or have to go so wacky and out there because they otherwise they're just repeating themselves. Where at least with Scream, because it's constantly commentating, it's a, it's a satire ultimately as well as a soap opera, it gets to constantly kind of retell the same thing, but still be different depending on what meta angle it's taking this time. And I think, yeah, that's it's very unique to this franchise. You're right. It's really unique to just Hollywood in general. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't really think of another franchise that has that sort of built-in ability to do that. Halloween really missed an opportunity because mm. I think you guys will recall Johnny Carpenter wanted it to be like just an annual event, yes. but none of the films are linked. It was just like a big Halloween Like an anthology almost movie. series of yeah. movies, which I think, yeah, I think that idea is actually fucking rock solid. I reckon that's awesome. Still do it. Yeah. Do Can it. I say, yeah. to, be, to be fair to Johnny Carpenter, he was interviewed a while ago when at some point recently mm. about making more Halloween films and... And he basically said, as long as they keep making him money, he, they can make <laughs> as many as they like. <laughs> he's a, he's I a, love that a crazy attitude. Band. I love that. He just, he just loves playing music in his band and playing video it, games, doesn't yeah. he? What a yes. king. What yeah. a king. That's the a... life that we should all aspire to have. Fuck yeah, dude. Is yeah, yeah. We should all be Johnny Carpenter just but also, living like, his best he's Xbox got, life. He's got nothing left to prove. Like, what can he possibly have left to prove when, you know, all these filmmakers coming up are just like, worship him. Jordan Peele recently, there was, I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter when someone came out, um, Adam Alice, I think, is this cartoonist, and he came out on Twitter and was like, Jordan Peele is the king of horror, blah, blah, blah. And Jordan Peele's like, oh, look, thank you, but no, obviously that's John Carpenter. Like, <laughs> when you're getting these the next wave of big horror directors coming through and they're like, yeah, he's still the king, what is there left to prove at that yeah. point? He should come back and do a, a scream. <laughs> a scream. <laughs> oh, Not a Halloween. He should come back and do a scream. That would the t- the best twist of a scream franchise would be a scream movie that plays like as a movie and then the, the, the credits roll and you're like, wait, we never learned who Ghostface was. And then it's John Carpenter <laughs> and he comes into the theatre and kills us. <laughs> I thought you talk about Jordan Peele doing a scream then, not Johnny C. Oh, yeah. but oh, I, wow. Well, That's... no, I tell you what, Jordan Peele should do Friday the 13th. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, reckon that, I reckon that would merge with his aesthetics really, really mm-hmm. well. I think I'd be very keen to see that. Yeah. That'd be juicy. Um, yeah. Sean, I've got some other actors for you. Um, and again, I'm just going to run them by you. Go. Um, so, a large portion of the Stranger Things cast are 19 to 20. Ooh, okay. I'll give you a Millie Bobby Brown. Yep, Finn But I, I prefer Jenna. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, what about Sadie Sink? Good, but not there yet. Not at the same okay. level. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, I've got one person who's one year older than Jenna Ortega. I'll allow it. Angry Rice, who is in Fuck. The Nice Guys. <laughs> got him! Ooh. Got him! No, 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 no. No, no I'd, still, I'd still go Jenna first, yep. Wouldn't go equal? <sighs> nah. No. What gives Jenna the what gives Jenna the edge? 
this film. I really? Can't, I can't. Yeah. She's so good in it. Like, it's ridiculous. I think, here's the thing, because I think she gives gravitas to what I have already numerous now times said is a soap opera, but she grounds it. Yep. And I think that's really yeah. tricky to do. Yeah. Yep. I stand by it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. All right, boys, let me ask the question. Were we scared? There's a couple of jump scares in this. There's, yeah, you know, yeah. The scene where um, uh, Sheriff Hicks. Also, I love that Sheriff Hicks is back. Oh, so Sheriff happy Hicks, to see her. Yeah, she's still as charming as ever. Yeah. The, the scene with, with Sheriff Hicks and the son at the house, and it, it's that thing of we can. There's so much open space mm. in that house. Yeah, yeah. There's so much room for it to go bad. There's just. Yeah, and I will say this. There's also that rising thing of dread. Anytime a phone rings in any of these movies, you're just like, don't answer. Yeah, just don't. yeah, yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. I feel like, I don't know the rules, but I feel like if you didn't answer Ghostface's call, maybe you don't die. Well, that's a good question, actually. He'll just keep calling. He'll keep calling. Yeah, but... Sean, I could ignore a phone for a long fucking time, my Yeah, friend. I'm an introvert. I'm not answering that fucking phone. <laughs> Send me a text, bro. Yeah, it's so, I wouldn't either, but it's it's so funny to see a landline yeah, at yeah, the start of this, yeah. too. Like, I thought they were going to make a joke about there being a landline, but no, it's just like a... Is that still a... Like, I haven't... Personally, have not had a landline for years and yeah, years. Yeah, same, years. same. It's crazy. It is, it is crazy. So, I'm just... Uh, sorry, just just while I'm, I'm continuing some more research here, Sean, and um, it's... <laughs> I've moved on, Tom. No, no, but here's the thing. It's like... I'm I'm looking at a list of 50 of the best sort of young actors, right? Sure. Number 50 is the guy who plays Jamie Tart in Ted Lasso. That guy's not young. Oh, he's old. He's the fuck. He's, he's my age. Yeah, he's 30. Right. Oh, shit. Come on. Practically a fucking Come grandpa. <laughs> oh, what about the kid from Jojo Rabbit? Yeah, like he's great, but is he Jenna Ortega? I don't think so. Fuck, you are, you are big on, big on uh, Ortega. I honestly, when I, when I see a star, I just know. She's just too fucking good for this franchise. <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> this from the guy who minutes ago said, I've moved on top. <laughs> All right, on the scares, there's one thing I want to mention as well is the second kill in this movie. So definitely there are scarier kills in this movie, but the second kill in this movie, which is complete shit heel dickhead douchebag guy, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, in the car park. In the yeah. car park. First of all, love the character. I love a character who's like so unaware that you're like, part of me is like, oh my God, people like this really exist. How could someone literally be like, I think even when he's in the bar, he's like, come on, pack up your stuff. You're coming with me to the to the chick. And you're like, dude, what are you th- thinking? Except for the fact that, of course, dudes like this exist. Holly and I were talking about it. And she's like, yeah, but like I've been honked at by people in cars as though them honking at me is me going to go, all right, guess I'm going home with this dude. He honks <laughs> his car at me. That's fucking rad. Like, of course, none of this shit's going to work. Anyway, his death is so quick. Yeah. It's like there's this big buildup. There's the headlights. He looks in the car. 
And then it is like shashink knife in the neck in like two seconds. Yeah. And he's done. And so to me, the the scariness of that comes from the fact like you watch these movies and obviously like, oh, I could take Ghostface, no worries. He's clumsy. He's a dickhead, whatever. I could probably take him. But when it's that quick and it's just like mm. you're dead before you even realize you're dead. That is fucking horrific. That that terrifies me. That would be the girl whose name I oh, sorry I can't remember. Amber. Amber that'd be yeah. that'd be Amber. I think she's the I think she's the efficient stabbing in the neck one. She gets Wes. <laughs> I assume it's her that kills Wes as well. Well, it's also right. she's the one who 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 attacks Tara in the first bit. Um, the, Tara. Tara. Yeah. Tara. Ta- sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. The That's American way of saying the very normal name Tara as Tara. Tara. That would that would make yeah. sense because yeah. it's. Like incredibly brutal. Well, yes. no, because they yeah. they reveal there's a whole beat like throughout the film. I was reading bits and pieces that um mm. in the next scene where you see her, she's wearing hair covering her right shoulder. Then she has a bruise there, so that's from when she was being yeah. So it's it's very heavily implied that she's. I think she even says something at some point, but yeah, I think yeah she's that one. What's also sort of throws you off balance a bit in terms of the scares is like uh, this movie moves quicker than I think any of the other ones, which mm. is saying something because they're all pretty psycho. Yeah, yeah. But it's even like <laughs> Sam's at the hospital and gets called by Ghostface really early in the movie. Mm, mm, and she's yeah. like, well, all right, then come and find me. And then the door pulls back. And he's like, all right, I will. He's already there and they're just fighting already. And it's like, you yeah. thought it might be a yeah. bit more drawn out. Yeah. No, no, no. He's We're not fucking around. There and there isn't, there isn't like a, you should be safe when you're at the hospital that's guarded by police. And yet, no. Can we, again, this is so proper rules, but I have to point it out. They're like, the sheriff says, oh, we've got this whole this whole floor for you, this whole wing for you, yeah. something like that. A private floor and right. I'll put two, like two guys or more guys what up there. What state is yeah. your health system in that you just have open wings of, of hospitals for people to have all to themselves? Like, that is insane to me. Scream uh, Scream takes place in a pre-pandemic society. But even <laughs> pre-pandemic, also, that would never happen. It's crazy. But those, those cops are so dumb because when... Uh, is it Officer Judy? Was that yeah, her name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hicks. When, Sheriff Hicks. Hicks. She's, yeah, the, Hicks. she's the sheriff now. Mm-hmm. When, when she dies... And then Sam goes up to the two cops. She goes, if you're here, who's guarding my sister? And they're just like, oh. Shrug. Yeah, yeah. Idiots. Like, how dumb can you fucking be? Honestly. They're the reason why David Arquette's dead. And that's unacceptable. Uh, maybe all cops are bad. <laughs> Let me ask this then. Did our characters act wisely or foolishly? Um, Pretty dumb. It's a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah, it's a bit and of a mixed I hate bag. To, I, I, I hate to do this to the brightest star in cinematic History. Okay, can I stop you? Because um, I don't know now if you're talking about David Arquette or Jenny Ortega. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with Jenna. Okay. Um, she, so she does the, the typical scream thing where she's getting the, the horror movie quiz on the phone. Right. And I think it's when she answers the second question correctly, she celebrates. <laughs> like she really yeah. goes, ha, fuck you, motherfucker. I've got you, asshole. Yeah. And it's like, you've, A, you've still got to answer another question. <laughs> yeah. And like, he's just, what's stopping him from killing you? That is dumb behavior. <laughs> She's a child, though. Yeah. A yeah. wonderful child actor. I guess I can forgive that. <laughs> Everything else she does in the movie, I think, is pretty clever from her. Yeah. Um, Scream movies are such a mixed bag. Mm. Characters make dumb decisions every single minute. It's I think. And then sometimes they make clever decisions and it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, it's because the rules are pretty fluid in these movies, it's like... Yeah, in one situation, if they're as misinformed as we are, their decision is technically wise, but it results in a foolish outcome. And then, yeah, other times, like Tom said, they can act wisely, but it doesn't fucking matter anyway. Like, so I agree. It's 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 very tricky because it's such a whodunit situation, and they layer in so many red herrings. And like you said, even boyfriend gets knocked out, and there's enough for us to go fuck. Maybe it's not him. I don't know that. 
if we can't figure it out, how can they? So it's really a bit of a messy kind of question for this one. I always find with Scream, it's like, if you want to figure out who the killer is from the outset, you almost have to be like, what's the dumbest possible sort of outcome? <laughs> right. And then do that. Yeah. But then maybe even with this one, that doesn't work because... Well, that doesn't work, can I just uh, say going back, that doesn't work for two because you've got to be like... Mm. Okay, imagine there's Laurie Metcalf is a mum, and like <laughs> you have to jump through so many like this <laughs> doesn't yeah, work, yeah. and for three it doesn't work. Oh, ah, yeah. long lost son, maybe again. So <laughs> it's soap opera rules. That's the problem. Yeah. Let me rephrase it. You end up with so for this one, um, Jack Quaid, really the obvious choice, right? But the the soap opera makes him jump through about twenty five different hoops to kind of get to that point. Yeah, where yeah. it's like so you start out and you're like, well, it should be him, and even like Dewey. Even and says he's suspicious immediately. He's like, how yeah. long have you known him? Has he ever shown interest in this town, yeah. in yeah. the franchise, in anything, all this? We should know it's him, but because of the soap opera, we've got to make him jump through all these hoops. And then, of course, we end up with that result. Yeah. Yeah, as well as, like, he does a really good job of, one, like, faking any knowledge of Woodsboro and the Stab movies. Like, I think that... <laughs> too well. Too well. The fact well. that he's like, I haven't, uh, I've never seen Stab. When it's like, you think about this franchise and you go, what's the age demographic that would actually love these movies? And it's right, him. Right. Because even at the start, Jenna's like, oh, I think I've maybe seen it once at a sleepover. Like, she's too young to probably enjoy yeah, yeah. this out-of-date franchise. But if he's a scaredy boy, yes. like, Thank literally, you. we had Thank not you. watched Scream until this podcast. Like, oh, I hadn't watched Scream until this podcast. True, true. Yeah. He never says he loves horror. But also, I'll say this. So there's uh, the scene that tricked me wasn't even him getting knocked out. It was actually when they were driving out of town. They're leaving town for safety. And she says, no, I've got to go get my asthma inhaler from Party House. And I'm like... Me internally is like, are you fucking insane? You're going to go to the house that we know is where the first murders happened. Obviously, shit's going to go down there. No, I've got to get my inhaler. And he's being the voice of reason in that moment. He's the one going, what the hell? No, I don't want your blood leaking out of your body. I don't want my blood leaking out of my, my body. And so to me, that's where it's like, oh, okay, yeah. No, nah, it can't be him. I believed it. Yeah. Crazy by him though. Yeah. Because he's got the inhaler in his pocket. Yeah. If she just listens to his reason, yeah. his plan, like, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he'll still kill her, but like, right, right. do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, all or nothing with him. You know how sometimes you get to the end of these movies and you're like, oh, that was a really satisfying plan, mm. how everything came together. Mm. It doesn't feel like that at all. It feels like they just like, they're so unhinged that it's like, <laughs> wow, it actually worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I love, I love too that a big part of the film is that they just don't ever utilize their greatest weapon. And this is why they're all idiots. Every character in this film is, a, is an idiot. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. The final girl is like, I'll help you. And they're like, no thanks. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the, she's the expert. Yeah. It's like going to the he's doctor nerd, and the doctor being like, boy. this is what you need to do and be like, I'm going to take a second opinion from this homeless man. <laughs> yeah. This guy's selling piss in jars and saying yeah. it'll fix my illnesses. I'm going to listen to him. She's got gut. She's tooled up. Yeah. She survived four times. Right. Like, listen to her. Try- also, the fact that they, they do that little thing for a little bit where they're like, maybe it's her. What? Mm. Why would it be her? Why would it be her at this <laughs> point in time? I'll tell you what else I like. Idiots. Her, her being an expert. I like that we're like, she's not the only expert. Obviously, in the first movies, it's like Randy's the expert or whatever, right? And in this one, you like get the we, twins in this one, you get the twins. But even but even then, they say we got to go see an expert, and they go to Dewey, and you're like, well, technically, we've got three experts because we've, we've got Dewey, Sydney, and Gail. And I kind of like, yeah, they've all been through this shit. Of course, that like really, we have three final girls. Well, up until this movie, where we didn't have a final, we lost one of our precious, precious final girls. 
But really, we kind of got three final girls and they are all experts. And I kind of like that the movie acknowledges that, that they, of course, these people have experience. They've lived through this shit so many fucking times. And just like the arrogance of the young people who are like, well, fuck them. We don't need any <laughs> help. And it's like, no, they are the exact people you yes. need. Yeah. Shut up Shut and up listen. Shut up and listen. And, yeah. and, and they... They win. Like, even, like, they win. Because, again, they, they, they work together. They know what they're doing. They mm. set a woman on fire. It's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. How would we do in this situation? I mean, have we got Nev's number on speed dial? Look, if if they get Nev, I think we get Nev. I'll put it that yeah. way. I think, though, I want to try the strategy, which I can't believe we've never discussed. We've done five Scream films. Just, um... Not answering the phone. What if I never answer a phone call again? Yeah. Am I immune? Will I live forever, perhaps? It's possible. Not just not get killed, become immortal. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, because the that's part of... Obviously, the Scream always talks about the rules. There are rules to horror movies, etc., etc. So, they've never referenced that. But if that is one of the rules, then arguably, we're safe. Although, to be fair, the guy that gets killed in the car park doesn't answer a phone call. No, like, I, I honestly think... If you don't answer that phone, they're just going to come into your house and, you know, <laughs> berate you for not answering the phone <laughs> while they slide a knife into your throat. I love you know the I mean? idea, though, of, like, Ghostface outside on the phone and you're, like, looking at your phone going, nah. unknown number? Nah. nah. And nah. then they're just going, yeah. oh, and walking away. Like, oh, fuck it. I almost had phone. him. He didn't answer his phone. <laughs> Can I just point out, I never pick up an unknown number. Me neither. Oh, 100%. No to way. To be fair, no though, chance. to yeah, be yeah. fair, he often does the old ring with like a fake. It it would come up as Sean calling. And oh I'd be yeah. Like, oh, he's, hi, clone, Sean. he's cloned Tom's. He's cloned Tom's phone and and called me. And I go, yeah, why are you calling yeah. me, Tom? <laughs> right. And to fuck? be fair, I probably still wouldn't answer. I would still be like, no, nah, Tom can send me a message. What's Actually, this Tom, shit? if you ever call me, I'm not going to pick up. <laughs> I don't reckon that's true. <laughs> I'm just not. I just don't reckon that's true. Mm. If I was, if now I probably but won't. no, you will because no. if what if I was in trouble, Sean? That's true. And you do come up on my phone as. Handsome Tom's kebab shop, so it makes me laugh. <laughs> It'll throw me off guard and I'll answer. I'll be like, fuck, I didn't mean, ah, oh, ghost face, damn it. Can we do a test, Tom, in a day's time, two days' time? Just want you to throw Sean a phone call, see if he picks up. Make it longer because I'll, okay. I'll remember that. All right. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> Got him! <laughs> <laughs> oh, make it, it longer. Worked. Make it seconds. Like he he hung up before I could answer it, but I saw it. <laughs> Handsome Tom's kebab shop, and it just made me it made me smile. You, you almost answered it. You were like, "Can I have a kebab?" And then I'd be like, "I did." Hey, Sean, I told you, do you like scary kebabs? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, um, no, look. Fuck. I think I think we would. If, if we've survived the other four, mm. we could survive this, I think. But one of us probably has to die, and I think it's Sean. If we've survived the other four, I think we're technically the legacy character. Yeah, right? So one of us has Fuck to die, yeah. so it's Sean. Yeah, <sighs> Sean, you are our Arquette. Yeah. Well, I answered the phone. You did. Right? Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and because, but again, we, one of us would go back to be like, you've got to put a bullet in the head because they always get back up. That's Sean Carney. I think that would be me. Yeah, I think yeah. so, dude. Or you've Definitely. got big Arquettes or vibes all And also, what if it's Jenna Ortega? You uh, you think she's the greatest actor ever lived? <laughs> I'll I'll die to defend that acting legacy. Yeah, you do it for okay? cinema. Think of the movies we'd miss out on. <laughs> Bloody hell. Also, too, something's very appealing to me about punching on with Ghostface. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see it'd that. It'd be really... You. I could see that. You know how you. there are certain horror characters that'd be really satisfying to punch them? Yeah. yeah. I'd love to do that. <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you what. I hope you achieve your dream one day. Uh, it would be so great. <laughs> I'll tell you who you are in this situation. Can you guys remember Halloween 2, 
when um, <laughs> it's Loomis, isn't it? The 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 yeah yeah, yeah. Loomis, yep. and he like there's the cop that runs over the fake Michael Myers. Yeah, and the guy and then catches the guy the, catches fire. Is yes. it where there's the explosion? Yes. There's explosion. Yeah. The car, the fake Michael Myers, just some kid in a Michael Myers costume. That'll be you, <laughs> but you've just punched some kid in a scream in a ghost face mask. Uh. If if you're wearing a ghost face mask on Halloween, fucking look out. <laughs> Sean, I've got some exciting news for you because uh, Jenna is in... She's in... Yeah, I know what she's in. A few more horror films. I thought you were going to talk about the Netflix series she's doing with Tim Burton. Oh, she's in Wednesday yeah. Addams, yeah? Well, she's Wednesday Addams. Yeah. yeah which I think... Perf- hey, perfect casting. She's, she's in the movie X, which is a, a horror movie. Oh, and also yeah, The Babysitter 2. A five-star oh, film, hey. the first one. Okay, maybe we'll do Shit. that. All right. We're going to have a Jenna January next year. Maybe. <laughs> January? <laughs> Just do it in uh, do it in April. It's Jenna-pril. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. And I've been Tom. And if you scaredies listeners would like to send us an email, just say hi, all that sort of stuff, you can do so at 3scaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Handsome Tom's Kebab Shop. <laughs> Stay scared, everyone. <laughs> Practically a fucking grandpa.